Welcome to another edition of the Business and Life Channel by Peter Daniels. Here, every week, we explore business and life through interviews, stories, and shared information. You'll meet some amazing people and gain valuable understanding of not only what people have achieved in business and life, but their thinking behind their achievements, their motivations, their struggles, and victories. You'll pick up on the lessons they've learned, the things they did on their business and life journey that worked, why they did it, and maybe even some things they wouldn't do again. So let's join Peter for this week's episode. We trust that you enjoy it. Well, today I'm with Glenn Davey, and Glenn has a business called Ignite Signs and Visual, and we're going to have a chat with Glenn about his life and business journey. So welcome to the Business and Life channel, Glenn. Good to have you with us. Thanks, Peter, and thanks for asking me along. Uh, It's good to have you here, friend. Now, can you tell us a little bit about Ignite Signs and Visual? Um, What do you do? The whole thing's in the name. We, we're, we're signage. We're, we're signage contractors, mm-hmm. and we work in a whole variety of industries. We both uh, design, manufacture, and install the signage. Uh-huh. We work with commercial and private. Yeah, it's exciting. Signing, yeah. It, it, it sounds exciting. And we're going to talk about some of the exciting things you do because – I've seen some of your signage, and it's very, very good. So where did it all start for Glenn? What were you doing? Let's go right back to when you first started employment. What were you doing first up, Glenn? Well, my first uh, job was a school teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm a uh, trained physical education teacher. I have a degree in that. But uh, after um, 18 years working as a teacher, I, I just totally felt unfulfilled. I wasn't enjoying it. And I started thinking about what else I could do. I guess I was at a loose end for a number of years because I resigned from teaching in 1992. Yeah, right. And I did, I did a whole variety of uh, – I worked for a payroll company. I did a few other bits and pieces. Uh, I sold advertising for a while. And then 2004, an acquaintance of mine called me and said, I'm oh, wondering if you would like to work with me in selling high-end, wide-format printers into the um, signage industry. Uh And I thought, oh, okay. He said, look, just come with me and have a look. So I had a look at the whole operation. We we flew to Perth to um, catch up with somebody over there, and I saw what was going on. And I've always had an artistic flair as well as an entrepreneurial flair. So I went, okay. And we started... Uh, marketing these very expensive high-end printers in the Adelaide market. For the first 12 months, I didn't sell a single one. Oh, really? They would have been expensive back then. I can remember those. They were revolutionary, but they they weren't cheap, were they? Uh, They're far from cheap. And riders at that stage were used to paying the, you know, five, six, seven thousand $7,000 for a vinyl cutter. And these machines were often, the good ones were often around, you know, Forty-five, sixty, eighty thousand dollars with the whole setup, and then there was the training, etc. And it was uh, it was it was quite an exercise. And the Adelaide is is a very conservative marketplace, mm-hmm. uh, in my experience. Yes. And a lot of sign writers were sick and tired of people popping up, big sales approaches, and then just suddenly disappearing. So mm. it took a while of me, you know. Knocking on doors and, and seeing people and trying to 
find out what how I could sell these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was oh, it was at least a year into it before I got my first break, and a sign writer said, "Oh, I'll give you a go." Right. And we sold our first machine there, and it went really well. He was so happy. And then his son was a signwriting supplier, and he came to me one day and he said, look, I'd like to work with you so that if you help me in this area, I'll recommend you to my clients. Uh And we worked out a, a joint proposal, and... Over the next two years, I think I sold 30 printers into the Adelaide market. Wow. And, and it was probably timely because once people saw what they could actually do with them and that they could increase their income and their business, it probably took off a bit. It did. And I, the, the principles I used back then, the same principles I'm still using today when I'm talking with our own clients. It's about caring for them. It's about looking after them. It's about going further than they expect. Mm. And then uh, we just got word of mouth just went wild for us because the, 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 some of the other suppliers, when they sold machines, it was like basically, okay, you got your machine, see you later, never call me again. Yes. And uh, I, I've never liked that idea. To me, it's about business is always about people. Yeah, it is. And the relationship. Things, and that's one of the things in your values too, isn't it? It's about Very people. much so. Yep, yep. Yeah. In fact, you know, our team, we have an app we use and we've got our values, our purpose, mission, vision, values and workplace expectations on it. And everyone in the team has to agree with it. Otherwise, they don't have a job. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You know, those values which keep winning us business. Yeah, it would. So so from that early stage, then you've gone on to do all sorts of other signage like um, medical centres. We might talk about them in a minute, but building facades, a whole lot of things. But more recently, I think you guys were the ones that did the big bus for the Live Golf that uh, Greg Norman bought to Adelaide. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That was uh, quite a project because we – funny how things happen. I had done some work for a, uh, um, a client with a company and then she moved companies and then she contracted me again for more work for the new company and her 2IC then shifted to from that company to SA Tourism Commission and Live Golf was coming up and it's a massive, massive sign writing job. I think in total they employed about six different sign writers around Adelaide for everything they needed because the no one signage company could have done it in yeah, the right. time frame required. And so we were asked if we would um, wrap a bus for them. <laughs> I looked at the project. Initially, I thought, oh, that'll be okay. That'll be yep. quite easy. Yep. And then they changed buses to a full tourist bus, you know, 12 and a half metres long, three, four metres high. How long was it? 12 and a half metres? 12 and a half metres long. Wow. And so forth. So... That was quite a an exercise because we only had a few weeks in which to get it right. Just to give you an idea, we on each side of the bus, we had uh, 13 different signage panels that we had to get millimetre perfect in lining them up. Wow. Uh, and and the main, main thing there is the design, mm-hmm. how you design it for installation. And we, we got 
25 of the 26 panels on the bus perfectly aligned and there was one, for some reason, it was two millimetres out. Is that right? But we, using some heat and some uh, brute force, we managed to stretch it yeah. just enough to line up. So it, it looked absolutely yeah, it looked absolutely amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I saw some photos of that and it did look amazing. It was really some great advertising and promotion and yeah, to, to get all of that on a bus was, was a great effort. Well done. So some of the things that you do, um, let's talk about maybe your journey in the medical centre scene because yeah. you've, you've done some work on statistics, haven't you, and developed a system for medical centres that will help a new medical centre that starts up in a greenfield situation to be able to get business really, really quickly. And signage is the biggest contributor to new business, and you can prove that, can't you? Yeah, well, we've got, um, starting about 10 years ago, we we began with one medical centre. We got invited to have a look at by a graphic designer, and uh, we did the job. And they were so pleased that they said, oh, look, we've, this is the, the, the second of 10 we're building. Mm-hmm. If you keep looking after us this way, you've got all 10. Wow. So we got a very, very good break there. And so we did the next one. And I started started looking at things. And as we progressed, they asked us to do more and more in terms of their whole marketing. And so we started keeping statistics, which were done by the medical centers. And over this 10 years, what we've found is basically signage, this is for a brand new medical center. Yep. Signage accounts for roughly 55% of all their new patients. Wow. The website is around about 20%. Social media marketing is about 20%. So that's 95% in those three areas. Yeah, right. And wow. the remaining 5% comes from other sources. And so we can now advise and work with medical centers in terms of, okay, put your dollars here, forget about those other areas because your return on investment will be very low. Yep. Now, those figures do change after about the first three months. Yeah, right. Okay. But the things we do there are data-driven from very specific data. And that's what people want, isn't it? They want the proof. They don't yeah. want an opinion around what might work or might may not work, they want proof on what's actually going to work and what's going to produce a result for. So, But yeah. that, those medical centres, that's a really big advantage for someone who's outlaid a lot of capital to be able to get some back in and get a client base started really, really quickly. So that's a wonderful thing that you do. And I don't think too many people would consider signage would have that much of an impact. Yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting how that works but we've actually taken it further than that now we've now got a um, a system where we can take a a GP a dentist a physiotherapist podiatrist someone like that who is thinking about opening up their uh, own practice and we can take them through a whole the whole journey from business planning finance architects builders the whole thing right through the whole journey, every wow. single thing they need mm-hmm. to full realisation of their dream mm. and further because we still look after all the all the medical practices we, we have helped in the past 10 years are still clients. 
Is that right? We still we still service them with their needs, uh, and that can include referring them to other trusted people. Yeah, right. But, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's a it's an amazing setup that we've been able to develop so that we can guide someone. Most of us, we're experts in our own field, mm, that's good. but we're not experts in everything. And doctors are brilliant at doctoring, yeah, but they're not business owners initially because most doctors start working as a contract and they've got to learn how to run a business and they you know they have little idea about marketing uh, they have little idea about what they need and with the medical practices there's a whole raft of legal things that you must be aware of and and that pertains to signage it pertains to um, marketing it pertains to what is indoors in other words emergency evacuation maps yeah right okay for their registration and compliance at the medical practice they must be taken care of in the correct manner mm, so you, you you do compliance signage as well for them i suppose we do all yeah. their compliance signage we make sure that that not only are they compliant but we've got a we've got a goal we've actually actually we've got a mission and the mission is to change the way the public perceives medical practices. Okay. Our cause is that we want to change medical practices so that people, when they walk into a medical practice, feel warmly welcomed, things are easy for them, mm. and they will talk to all their friends about it. That's a big shift, Glenn, because a lot of times people sort of tiptoe into a medical practice, told whether to sit in a waiting room and and read magazines that are 16 years old that have probably got flu all over them. And this is turning it around to improve the client experience, isn't it? That's what we're about. It's, you know, like when we do signage, it's about how the end user benefits from that signage. Mm, that's good. And that's including inside the medical centre. In other words, wayfinding signage. Mm -hmm. Can you easily find out where the toilets are? Yeah, right. Can you easily find out which room the doctor is in? Yeah, right. Can you easily find... And it's all about the ease of use for the end user. It's not about things just being pretty. They've got to be totally functional because when people go into a medical centre, they're not going there for a holiday. No, they're not. They've they're, got a they're, problem. They're, <laughs> yeah, they've got a problem, haven't they? And everything you can do to make it easier for that patient, mm. that person, that human being walking into the medical centre makes it easier on them. People are walking to medical centres sometimes for a diagnosis which is going to be devastating. And to have surroundings which are nice, comfortable, easy, yep. just helps lessen that, that anxiety a bit more. Yeah, it does. And it makes it then easier for the doctor. And we've seen one case where we, we rebranded a medical centre, we did a few things, we, we engaged a gardener to make sure the gardens were really, really nice, the mm -hmm. car parking was easy, yeah. the internal wayfinding was easy. And when we'd done that, I got a call from the practice manager saying to me, you have no idea the effect that's had on our staff. Yeah, I bet. The staff were proud to be part of that. And, you know, Richard Branson says, your employees are your best advertisement. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Can we have a chat about a couple of other things? Sure. I'm going from memory here, but I reckon you you even wrapped some some trains or did some signage on some trains. And, of course, now yeah. 
one of the big things that you're doing is car wraps. Can we have a chat about car wraps for a little while? Sure. I get the space of people wanting to promote their business. Uh, Maybe it's a van, maybe it's a work vehicle. And you guys seem to do a lot of car wraps. Tell us a little bit about that and what it brings to a business when a car is wrapped or a van is wrapped. Well, basically um, a good good wrap on a, uh, a business vehicle puts your face out there in the marketplace where, wherever you're driving. It, it really doesn't matter because when you're stuck in traffic, you have a, a captive marketplace. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got to look at your van because you're right next to them. Yep, yep. When you're driving, it all helps. But also there are various companies in Adelaide who deliberately park their vehicles in specific locations. I uh, know if, about if that. The vehicle's not doing anything. Yep. Just it's simply advertising. Uh, re- recently, for instance, uh, with our own own vehicle, which is wrapped, it, it stands out. I tell you. Yep. And I went to a um, copy and chrome car club show. Yes. There was a whole bunch of people, and I parked my van in the street outside, mm-hmm. so that as people came drove in and out of the entry, they had to look at my van. Now I don't know what effect that will have, but at least it's an awareness. Yes. And we regularly, you know, if we're not if we're not out in the van, we have our van parked out in the street so that people can see that it's, we do car wraps. Yeah. Yep. Very simple. But the signage needs to be effective. And the other thing about the signage on a, on a vehicle is that people need to understand what you do more than who you are. Because mm, okay. most small business is not Coca-Cola or anyone else. So what they do and how to contact them are the two important uh, things. Then obviously their business name and their logo, but uh, a lot of people get it wrong. They have this massive thing about who they are mm. and people are wondering, so what do you do? Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, Sharon and I uh, for a drive not so long ago and we sat opposite a group of shops and I looked across at the shops and there were three shops there, these really upbeat names, bad spelling, really good graphics, and I had no idea what they actually do. I, I sat there and I looked at it and I said to my wife, I said, what do you reckon they do? And she looked at it and she said, I have no idea. And I had to get up, walk over there, peer into their window because it was a Sunday and no one was there, and two of the shops, I still had no idea what they were doing. So yeah. all of that signage, I think, is wasted unless you know brand name and you're coming as a repeat. But new business, I had no idea. Yeah, and that's the key with uh, all signage. Mm. Um, I was taught by, when I was selling advertising, my, my editor taught me that, number one, people want to know what you do. After that, how to find you. Yeah. And obviously, your business name is important. Your logo has, has a place. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they don't know what you do, well, why would they even look at you? Exactly, exactly. Let's have a bit of a chat around these car wraps because they seem to be gaining in popularity and I don't understand it all, Glenn, but I think there's even an element in this car wrapping that's, am I allowed to say it, fashionable? Someone may yep. want to change a colour or get a different effect. Can we talk about some of those different effects that you can get in car wraps? Yeah, there's several areas. One, one is just pure protection paint protection films. A person's got a, a, a new, brand new car or a new car and they want to keep the, the, the paint in top condition, then a paint protection film is excellent because it, it also has UV blockers in it so right. that the paint will not lose its colour over a period of time. 
And when it comes to for resale, the paint protection films can be taken off, obviously, by someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, yep. And the car can be polished up and the, the Duco can look almost like new. Is that right? Gee, yes. I didn't know that. And, oh, yeah. And they also, these paint protection films have a self-healing thing. So if they get a, a scratch on them, that scratch sort of heals over and keeps the car looking really nice. And little things like you see videos on, videos on YouTube about how to repair the fingernail scratch marks around the door handle. A paint protection film will eliminate that. Yeah, right. Uh, it also helps prevent various bird droppings from affecting the paint. Output from various industrial places, that can also affect the paint as things drop on them. Obviously, the UV protection. Yeah, right. So there's a whole range of things that for people who you know love their vehicle, mm-hmm. the paint protection films are brilliant. And so we do that. They're applied in a specific manner, mm-hmm. but uh, they can they can make the car look really fantastic. Yeah. The second area is people who have got a vehicle, they might have had it a short while, two, three years, but then they go, you know, I'd really like to change the colour. I'm really not happy with this colour. Oh, really? Or I'm thinking of doing something a bit more special with, with my car. And so we can then do a um, car wrap with vinyls that have, a whole range of different effects. So we've got gloss vinyls, obviously. Mm-hmm. There are matte vinyls. Mm-hmm. There are metallic. There are sparkly vinyls. Yep. And then there are things called color shift vinyls. Now, color shift vinyls, we've got this on our van. We've nicknamed our van Cadbury because the, when you look at it at one angle, it's Cadbury purple. Yep. But as you shift, the van becomes black. Is that right? Okay. Purple, black, colour shift. Then on another area of the van, we have another colour shift effect where it's white, but as you shift around, you can see sort of pink, magenta, sparkly (laughs) come through it, which really goes well with the Cadbury purple. And it stands out amazingly, but it's quite an effect. Mm. But it's not in your face. It's it's subtle, but it's... It catches your eye. It would catch your eye, wouldn't it? So, okay. And so there's a number of different people who, you know, those people who bought themselves a really nice, say, um, BMW and have just spent $80,000, dollars $120,000 on the car, you know, a paint protection film would be brilliant. Yeah, it would be. Yep. And we're also seeing fly-in, fly-out workers. They're away for three, four, you know, two, three weeks. And the beauty for them is they can, um, we can take their car and we can wrap it, and when they come back from their, you know, for the next few days at home, mm-hmm. their ute or whatever they drive, and it's stunningly good. Yeah, they're ready to go. So, okay, you've been a client of mine now, I reckon probably three years, something like that, Glenn. And um, what's been the benefit of the Lead Australia process and the coaching and the conversations that we have? What's been the benefit for you? Quite a few. Accountability mm-hmm. to stay on track has been. Yeah really important for me because I, uh, I've i always had this thing about, oh, what's the next shiny bright object? Yeah, sure. And staying disciplined is, um, is critical to, to business growth. Someone to bounce ideas with. Yes. Someone to give me direction when I'm a bit lost, balancing things out so that we go, okay, 
you know, when I, I came to you and I said, okay, we've, we've now got, you know, our general signage business, but we've also got the car app business and we've also got the medical practices business and helping focus on what we need to do in each of those areas has been, has been really good. The, the connections that you have helped us with has been excellent. We've met some people we, we never would have met and that's opened up a number of doors. So, you know, when I come to your functions, it's a great place to network. We always have fun, we do. Us, don't we? Hey? Um, yeah. It's always good. So the whole range of things, and I guess what I'm saying here, it's not this do-it-by-the-numbers coaching. Yeah, right. It's I, the, the reason I've been working with you, I guess, is that you look at what I need and then help me in that area and then keep me moving. Yep. It's not a program. No. It's and it, it's it's similar to the way I work with my clients. It's, it's about their needs and where they need to focus. And it's a personal thing. It's not a um, do it by the numbers thing. No. I, so yeah, that's been good. I've I've enjoyed it immensely. I must say, Glenn, because we we do talk about some different things, don't we? And, and oh, yeah, yeah. some opportunities coming up with ideas and different strategies. <laughs> Yeah, so I've really enjoyed it, Glenn, and it's just been wonderful seeing you grow and develop and get into these other areas of business that you and I have been working on. And there's something else that I've noticed of late, and it's something that's on your website, and I want to read it, if I may, because it's your purpose, and it sort of sits really well with mine, and it's to uplift the spirit and hope of everyone we meet. And I really like the way you finish your conversations with people make it a great day for yourself and a great day for someone else and going about your business uplifting people is a fantastic thing to do and i've really enjoyed our journey thus far glenn and uh, i dare say we've got many years in front of us but thank you so much for being on the business and life channel today i really appreciate it mate thanks so much thanks peter catch you Thanks for joining us for today's edition of the Business and Life Channel. For further information, extra learning and assistance with your business or life's journey and aspirations, Peter can be contacted at leadaustralia.com.au. That's L-E-A-D Australia, one word, .com.au. He'd be very happy to help. The information in this podcast can be downloaded for your personal use, but it cannot be reproduced in any form without the written consent of Lead Australia.